welcome to It's Always Sunny at Chiefs Kingdom. I'm Austin. <laughs> Find me on Twitter at Real Bird Lawyer. You're with me is Taylor Witt. Taylor underscore Witt. Ah! What's going on, buddy? Oh, just the best, 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 best thing ever. First of all, how can you talk? Because you were seated it's... at the 50-yard line at Arrowhead. Eight rows up? Eight rows up? Eight rows up. I drank a lot of water after I got home. I am on cloud nine. You're the coolest shit ever. You're a professional is what you are, because yeah. I, I can't believe that you can even speak yeah. at this point. Um, I we're, we're doing an emergency podcast. This obviously <laughs> is uh, it's 1030 Mountain Time, 1130 Arrowhead Time. Uh, I just got back from Florida about yeah. 45 minutes ago, got back to my house and fired up the old podcasting machine. Uh, <laughs> what a day. You and I had very different experiences. Different. Yeah. You're watching the game from uh, eight rows up at the 50-yard line in Arrowhead Stadium and me watching the game on my phone on an airplane at 30,000 feet for most of the game and then on somebody else's phone for a while and then at, Take us uh, through the, it. at the airport bar in Elways. So – so I was on vacation this past week. Uh, we obviously, we did our last podcast with Randy Gisarly on uh, Monday. We Banger. And we recorded a segment on Wednesday. And I did that from uh, sunny Sanibel, Florida. And today was my day to come back. Now, originally I planned to come back on Saturday because I knew that the Chiefs were probably going to advance and that they were probably going to be playing on Sunday night. And I was mm-hmm. correct about this. Mm-hmm. Problem is, it was a family trip. My brother uh, or my sister and her boyfriend got COVID the day before they were supposed to come out to join us for this family trip. So it was just me and my wife and my parents. So then they came out on Friday and we wanted to spend an extra day with them since we hadn't gotten to spend the whole vacation with them. So we wanted to have Saturday. So we pushed our flight back and I knew that there was a a likelihood that the chiefs would be playing Saturday night or Sunday night rather. Right. That was a risk that I was willing to take. And of course I got burned by it, got burned by the scheduling gods. Of course it was chiefs bills. It was scheduled for Sunday night and that was fine. So about two days ago, it kind of hit me that like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to be on the airplane for pretty much all of this. The flight took off at five o'clock Eastern time. The game kicked off at six 30. It was a four oh. and a half hour flight. Yeah. So, you know, a, an hour in, it was going to kick off and, you know, I was planning to have to see the entire game in the air. So I got a lot of helpful feedback on Twitter for how I was going to do this. I have I saw that subscription to YouTube TV. So I was I was like, all right, I'm just going to get Wi-Fi and I will stream the game. Well, I heard that you don't get access to streaming sites, including YouTube TV, when you're using in-flight Wi-Fi on United. And so I had about a million different backup plans here. And I will shout out. Not individually by name. I don't have them in front of me. But I had a guy literally give me uh, his account and password for his Plex account that he was running to a live TV server. That's great. uh, Came through in the clutch. Didn't even have to use it in the end because YouTube TV did work for me um, partially. I'll get to that in a second. I had people recommending all different kinds of streaming sites that I could use. It was was clutch. At the end of the day. Mike Steele. Mikey P. Steele. Yes, that's who it was. Shout out, Mike. Appreciate you. Shout out to Mike for coming through with his his Plex account. Uh, you can change your password back. I did not end up needing to use it, but it was clutch. It was clutch. So the game, you know, kicks off, and for the first I don't know quarter or the first half, really, I didn't have any any issues. Um, the I don't know if you've ever had to use in flight Wi Fi before. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little sketch. A little uh, dicey. I had, I had right. to pay ten ten You're bucks for air. it. It <laughs> were thirty thousand feet in the air. Like I don't even we, know how it works up there. I don't I know what d- signal I don't know. they get. I, I, Assume they're beaming it from like a satellite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. But every time we hit like a bump, 
it'd be like <laughs> buffering. You get the you get the circles on the screen or whatever. So now, are you even on Twitter at this point? I didn't check. So or... I was. So I was on Twitter, and it was a little bit. Twitter is a big part of my game day experience, as yeah. you know, and I like yeah, yeah. to I like to tweet, and especially since I live in Colorado now, that's my way to interact with a lot of the the fans. Um, you know, I don't have any Chiefs fans in my household to watch the games with. So that's kind of how I, I stay connected. Uh, So I would tweet like after scores, like during commercial breaks, because otherwise, otherwise it was too risky for me to, you know, (laughs) go in, tweet, go back. And, you know, there were a couple of times where I lost the feed. And so I lost the feed at halftime and it came back two plays into the third quarter. So like that was, but like literally as soon as it went to half, just the YouTube feed, like I could still, kind of tweet for a minute. Then I lost everything. All the internet was out. And I, I I missed the first part of this. Like the in-flight Wi-Fi went out for literally like 25 minutes leading up to kickoff too. So it went out at like 610. And you know, this, the stewardesses are coming down the aisle with the drink cart. So I wasn't going to, I literally, I almost buzzed them. Okay. Like I've, yeah, I, I rarely ever use the buzzer. I was like, I was getting ready to buzz them. They yeah. were coming towards me, barreling towards me, Different. but they were barreling towards me very slowly with the drink. Now, cup. wait, real quick. This was coming back to Kansas city. So was yes. this a flight or, full of uh, chiefs Denver, fans that were Denver. all doing, it was coming oh, back to Denver. that's right. I live in, You're I live in Colorado. Jesus so Christ. it wasn't even like, oh, okay. it wasn't a flight full of chiefs. fans. It wasn't a flight. It wasn't a flight full of chiefs fans. So right. I'll get to that in a second. So, so, in the third quarter, I, I got the feedback and I things were great for the third quarter and things were good in the game. You know, Chiefs were winning the yeah. game. I felt yeah. very confident the Chiefs Up were gonna win the game. You know, it. when it was twenty-three to twenty-one, I got a little bit a little bit anxious, <laughs> a little bit nervous. Sure. Um, and at that point, a guy behind me in the aisle noticed that I was watching the game, it was kind of like, Hey, hey, what's what's going on? Now it yeah. turns out he was rooting for the Bills. Sure. So that immediately irritated me. <laughs> And uh-huh. I sort of had to fill him in on the game. And my wife, who is a terrible flyer, like she was zonked out on Dramamine because she she can't fly unless she's under heavy sedation. Right. She just gets freaked out. She like kept like nudging me and being like, what's the score? And being like, oh, I'm sorry that, you know, things aren't going well or whatever, because she uh-huh. kind of sensed that I was was anxious. Agitated, Even yeah. though, you know, I just like I have my headphones in, whatever. Yeah. So we're kind of circling for a landing. And obviously the last two minutes of this game in football time, which took like half an hour in real time oh. was outrageous. It was bonkers. So, you know, the chiefs go ahead, touchdown to which Tyree one? kill. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the yeah. go ahead, touchdown to Tyree kill. Uh, I guess it actually, it starts with this all kind of started with the big Tyreek return that he almost broke. Right. Yeah. Didn't get to see that because that's right around when, so my YouTube TV account, for some reason, like it knew we were in the air, I guess, but it like logged me out and I could not find a way to like get back in. I got an SLL error. Don't know what that is. Yeah. Still no haven't one quite knows. figured that out, but I, and I couldn't figure it out on the plane. So I was like, I Googled it once. I was like, this is not going to work. Fuck <laughs> it. So I, there was a period of time starting around the Tyreek Hill return where my source for the game was just refreshing Twitter. And that's pretty much how I experienced the game from the Tyreek Hill return to Andy's decision to run the ball twice and then run trick play and kick a field goal to go up five to the Bills then getting a go-ahead touchdown, the Chiefs answering in two plays and Tyreek scoring. And that was, as the plane was landing in Denver, that was the play that I saw 
when I turned my YouTube back on. Like I immediately switched off the Wi-Fi, yeah. I put it on the air, yeah. and and I saw Tyreek, you know, streaking into the end zone, started going crazy. But obviously at that point, there's a minute left, and you're thinking like that's too much time. Right. Yeah, like like I much. and I'm sure you were going through some of the same emotions where, mm. you know, obviously first it seemed like we were giving the Bills too much time to score. Like, I mean, even when they got the go-ahead touchdown with two minutes left, it felt like they were in position to just go down, milk the clock to zero and score. Then they didn't. They gave us two minutes, obviously way too much time. Then we score in two plays, obviously way too much time. (laughs) Can I I interrupt with a great Benjamin Solak uh, tweet? He says, too much time for Mahomes, comma, but Mahomes might score so fast, he'll leave too much time for Allen, comma, who might score so fast, he'll leave too much time for Mahomes. Just, I I mean, that's (sighs) literally what happened when these guys scored every single time in the last two minutes, it was unreal. Okay. So, so, so to continue the saga here, yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. on, so now the plane has landed, we're on the tarmac, the plane is like unloading, but you know how it gets like when you, when you first land, everybody's checking their phones. Yeah. So my connection was oh, terrible. It was geez. awful. So I had access to YouTube TV, but it just was not working. You know, Twitter wasn't refreshing. ESPN, like the game cast, <sighs> wasn't stressing me out right now. Just oh my god, thinking dude, about you this. you can't can't even believe. Um, but fortunately, uh, there were some fans in the back, back like three rows behind me, who I guess were Chiefs fans who were also watching. So like, I heard them scream, nice, and I didn't know who they were rooting for. So that was actually Allen getting the touchdown with 13 seconds left. Oh my god, on the clock, and I had to be like, they were like, oh, the Bills just scored. I was like, game's over, game over. I tweeted out, you know, my essentially my congratulations to Bills. I obviously had a different experience watching the end of the game than everybody else did. So I was pretty zen about it. I was thinking like, man, that sucks. But we were part of a legendary game. What a performance by these two quarterbacks, et cetera. You know, like congrats to the Bills. We already have a ring. Good Mm -hmm. for them, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Well, then (laughs) like. Two minutes later, as I'm getting ready to get off of the airplane and having I, I, already accepted the loss, having already accepted the loss, they were like, oh, oh, my God, <laughs> like tied. the Chiefs just tied the game. I was like, <laughs> what? That's impossible. That's yeah. impossible. They had yeah. 13 seconds left. Yeah. They had 13 seconds left. And so at that point, I'm like, <laughs> I, I they, they they said like, oh, the Chiefs are going to kick a field goal. So I ran to the back of the plane. I will yeah. do a photo essay of this because my wife took a photo of me with these other Chiefs fans hunkered it. over their phone in the back of the airplane. I, I will release a photo essay of this tomorrow, probably. Uh, but then the three of us were just kind of like huddled around the phone watching the kick go through to tie it. Hmm. And then at that point, you know, the plane had cleared out enough that it was my turn to run off the airplane. So we run yeah. off the airplane. Yeah. Um, we had to get home for our dog, like whatever. But my wife was like, look, do you want to just – stay in the airport and watch the end of the game and i was like yeah yeah kind of i do i know we need to get home yeah so the first place that we went to in the denver airport that had a tv was elway's (laughs) a a an airport version of elway's steakhouse owned by john elway himself who by the way uh is in danger taylor because uh i looked up on my way home John Elway's career postseason touching down passing touchdown total. It's uh it's 27. Oh. Patrick Mahomes after tonight is at 25. 25. 25. Yeah. If he gets two touchdowns, he ties Elway all time, forever, for the postseason. And Elway won three, two Super Bowls. And went to 
He, oh, went, to five. he yeah. went to five Super Bowls. <laughs> they threw like three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. But the point is, uh, this was a perfect place to watch. And I, I didn't I didn't seek admittance to Elway. I was just like sort of hovering over the fence, you know, to like watch the yeah. TV in the corner. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't wearing – I was wearing uh, like a – KC shirt, but I had like a jacket on, so nobody could tell who I was rooting for. I I pull up to the thing. I'm like interested in the game, sort of like leaning over or whatever. And, you know, these people behind me are like, man, this game, you know, the people at the table that I'm sort of hovering by are like, man, this this is an amazing game, right? And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, it's amazing. This is incredible. And then Tyreek made that play in overtime. And I was like, fuck yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? You're rooting for the Chiefs? I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck you, fuck Broncos. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, they had no idea that I was rooting for the Chiefs. Then I was like, oh, yeah, big Chiefs fan here. Birds and horse them. Yeah. And so then it was uh, first and goal. It set up first and goal. And I literally, to this table of Broncos fans, called my shot. I was like, this is going to be a touchdown. Oh, Kelsey. it was McColl to set up first and goal. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Uh, that's right. McColl took them down to first and goal on the crosser and um, covered. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I told them, I was like, this is going to be, they were like, well, you know, I mean, interception, whatever. I was like, no, this, right. Yeah. this right here, this is going to be the end. It's going to be a touchdown to Travis Kelsey. There it was, they called it. I mean, it All just game. was, it was, it was a surreal experience. It was like so incredibly maddening the the bullshit that I had to go through to watch the game. But oh my god, I mean, just I can't imagine what you experienced and what I experienced and how different they were. But at the end of the day, we experienced something that will never ever. I mean, like this was the best game in NFL history. Yeah, right? I agree. I agree. I thought the how could it not be? Thing it was as magical and as perfect of an offensive showing by both quarterbacks. Um, I really can't believe it happened. I I, I mean, to live through that game, you know, we've lived through, we've been through some shit. Uh, We've talked about a bunch of times the, you know, the Royals run and the crazy chiefs run that we've been on and just all the stuff that we've done over the last five or so years of being Kansas city sports fans. And this was uh, I got a tweet um, after I said that I will never forget this night. And someone said, how would you compare it to the 2014 Royals wildcard game? Sure. Which is very, very similar. So the reason that the Houston comeback in uh, for the chiefs isn't like this is because that game was over at halftime that, you know, the, the back and forth Houston scored all of them. Then the Chiefs scored all of them. The game was over. There was no back and forth. It was one back one fourth game over. And this game was a lot more like the 2014 Royals where yes. this was, this was haymaker after haymaker back and yeah. forth being down in extra innings, you know, yeah. strike yeah. away from elimination. Yeah. Right. And, and the, the dread that I felt was incomparable to any other game I've ever watched. Mm, it it yes. was there. There has never been a time as a chiefs fan that I've felt so sad so like even the Super Bowl, even last year's Super Bowl, I knew the circumstances going into it were tough with the line, and that was an ass kicking from the beginning. So I I got sure. the whole game to process it. You know, it right. was very, it it was tough. But um, I think the way that this one was going, where I felt great about the Chiefs all night. I thought they were moving the ball. I thought they looked sharp. I they weren't turning the ball over. They weren't committing stupid penalties. They were not shooting themselves in the foot, which is the one recipe 
for the Chiefs to win a football game is to not beat themselves, especially right. in the playoffs. And right. everything felt great. There were some defensive collapses that a lot of it had to do with health, which is a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, but Tyron being out is Tyron being out. Charverius Ward got knocked around. Rashad Fenton was out. So I mean, those you know the the defensive backfield was Sorensen and. Baker and Hughes and guys that are fine role players. It was a box certain, of scraps. It was a box of scraps. And, and I still thought that the chiefs were in great shape fourth and 13, two minutes to go. That was the ball game. There's no way you give up that score. Then they score. And then when Tyreek scores, then I'm thinking, thank God we won. Thank God. We at least came back, hit him with another haymaker. There's a minute to go. There's no way Josh Allen gets down the field in a minute. And, and they needed the touchdown. And they needed a touchdown, not a field goal. And when that final touchdown was thrown, the fourth one to Gabriel Davis, not Stephon Diggs, <laughs> not Emmanuel Sanders, not even fucking Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, two, 200 yards receiving and four touchdowns is maddening. I mean, not Jamar Chase either. No. We're not no. talking about Jamar Chase. No, not at all. And so anyway, so Josh Allen slays the beast in Arrowhead. He comes in. He beats Mahomes head-to-head. First, he, first team to ever win twice at Arrowhead in the same season. First team to ever sweep Arrowhead in two games. Uh, he's going to go on and play the Bengals and then the Rams or Niners and go win a Super Bowl. <laughs> and and, and Joe, Mahomes Joe Burrow or Josh or Allen. Allen is going to yes. be the guy. Yes, either One way. One going to be the guy. Whoever wins the next round is going to set up this narrative that it's not Mahomes. It's, it's all these other young guys that are the new hotness. I mean right. – the world was collapsing on me. It wasn't just this game. It wasn't just a playoff loss. It was like the entire future of the universe was at stake. And 13 beautiful, magical, unbelievable seconds on the clock. And it changed everything. I still can't believe it happened. I still can't believe that we are fortunate enough. That I think one thing that really stood out to me, obviously Mahomes was brilliant. He had... 69 very nice yards rushing. He had over 300 yards. He barely had any incompletions. He was he was dynamic. But the skill players on the Chiefs, Tyreek and Kelsey, yes, but McKinnon and Hardman and you know all those guys, Pringle even, Ceh and Clyde, they were all better than any other skill player on the Bills, including Gabriel Davis. He was wide open on every one of those catches. Those were not skill. Right. plays by Gabe Davis. I mean, they weren't. They were they were breakdowns in coverage that he just gets behind everyone. Every one of his touchdowns was a complete breakdown. So, my takeaway, my main takeaway from that was just how fortunate the Chiefs are that not only do they have confirmed the best quarterback on the planet, but they are surrounding him with a damn good offensive line and damn good skill position players. And those guys can come out and they can line up against any defense, including the number one, even though they played the 32nd ranked schedule, the sure. number one defense in the league and kick their ass and put up 42 for the second consecutive playoff game. I don't know how many teams have ever put up 42 in back-to-back -back playoff games, but it's got to be pretty low. Can't be that it's gotta, many. It can't be that many. Um, so I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the Chiefs. I'm thankful that they did not ruin my life tonight. And instead they added another magical chapter into the beginning, the fourth year of Mahomes' career, the fourth year, and it'll be four hosted AFC championship games. It's unreal. It's always sunny in Chiefs' kingdom, baby.